Good morning and welcome back to Wizards and Pixie Dust podcast where we talk about all things Disney and Universal Orlando related with your podcast host Mary Yohannan and Melissa Snyder. Good morning Melissa. Good morning. It's getting to be fall time. It is. I definitely think it's well on its way in Maryland. Exciting, exciting. So the temperatures have plummeted yeah last week only then to come back up during the day I know I've noticed that too (laughs) like oh it's that time of year where you have to do layers for sure so yes yes multiple outfits pants and and you know sweatshirts in the morning down to shorts in the afternoon lots of laundry oh goodness 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 but it is fall at Walt Disney World and Universal they kicked off their Universal kicked off their horror night and that's in full swing. Ding. I heard I have heard nothing but really good things about it. Um, the fright factor is really good this year. The houses were really well done, even though you know some of the houses they have the separators up so that way um, the actors aren't in close contact with the people coming through. So yeah. smart, yeah. smart. So we'll be there in a few weeks. I'm so excited. It's exciting. I'm always glad for the start of Halloween and, and fall because it just ushers in such a great season of holidays. You know, it's just the start, just kicks off the whole season. So it does. It does. So. And, and the boobash is still going strong yep. at Walt Disney World. Um, see a lot of pictures on social media where it looks like it's, it looks like the park is dead, but it literally is yeah. just the, um, boobash going on because it's yeah a limited amount of tickets coming in yeah which is nice you know that's the bonus definitely the bonus of attending those extra events you get that kind of dead park feeling and lots of access and you know availability for things that you want to do exactly exactly but okay so we were in Walt Disney World a couple weeks ago with the team at Life is Better Traveling and we stayed at Coronado Springs yes so today we wanted to give everybody an update on Coronado Springs, especially if you hadn't stayed there or it's been a couple of years since you stayed there. I know for me personally, the last time I had stayed at Coronado Springs was in 2013. Okay. So that was, it's been a while. Yeah. A good eight years. <laughs> yeah. And I, and to be honest, I have never stayed there before. That was my first time actually being to that resort, Yeah, you know, being on that property ever. So it was, yeah. So Coronado Springs is if you're not familiar, like you're a first time listener and uh, you've never been to Walt Disney World, Coronado Springs is considered to be in the moderate category. Yes. Um, Disney has four categories. They have deluxe villas, deluxe, moderate, and value resorts. Okay. Yep. Um, they're kind of pretty self-explanatory based off of <laughs> the yep. label. Um, and Coronado Springs has always been a moderate resort. And yep. then they added the tower grand destino yes and it's it's beautiful i mean like i said i have never been there i had never been there before and i will tell you that my first impressions driving up i was i was literally floored with how beautiful it was with how it just it had just even from the outside it had the feel of a deluxe deluxe resort just from the outside from the grounds i mean i was really impressed just right off the bat and that tower is just beautiful. I mean, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. So when we stayed there in 2013, they had not had this. This is fairly new, but um, the rest of the resort was still the same for sure. And 
this tower is like when you pull up, I mean, it's massive, but it's inviting and it's elegant yet simple. Like, I mean, it's so many things that I kind of almost feel like I'm in Vegas a little bit, yeah. but I also feel like I might be in the French Riviera at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Too. absolutely. I definitely got that feel that, um, the, yeah, like a Mediterranean almost. Yeah. I got a Mediterranean feel though. Coronado is more a Spanish, Mexican, right. Southwest American. Right. People. Right. But the tower, the tower just with like the luxury and the opulence, you know, like that was, you know, definitely, definitely that's what kind of, it, it definitely, yeah. Gives it that, gives it that more elegant feel, whatever that is. Yes. And then um, now they have the check-in in the tower. So it used to be over in the lobby. Um, mm -hmm. If you've been to it prior to this tower being built um, and you say that Coronado Springs, it used to be near the store, the gift store mm -hmm. um, over in the other building, but now the check-in is in the tower. So it's kind of neat because you get to go through the tower, even if you're not staying in the tower and you're staying at you know, one of the other like casitas or cabanas or the other areas. Yeah. Like one of those. But um, so when we walked in, they have these, what is it stained glass? I don't know. I don't know that I would call it stained glass, but it's it's like a specialty glass. Yeah. And it's like throughout the lobby and, and in the, at the bar area, which is just below the lobby and up the side. I mean, it is beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. It almost kind of reminds me like if you're a person who likes Las Vegas and you stayed at the Bellagio, those big glass flowers that are on the ceiling yeah. there. Yep. It is kind of like, like that. It's very inviting. It's not the typical stained glass of the gothic era it wasn't like church yeah. stained glass no. it was, you know it was the colors were more in one color family yeah. um which just was very elegant it was very elegant it yeah was. it was magnificent it was just so beautiful and then to use the muted um like tone colors yeah. around this brightly colored glass oh my god it just was perfect so yeah. I honestly felt like this was, if we could say there's a category higher than deluxe, I would yeah. Say, yeah, it was, I felt like this was higher than a deluxe when I walked in here. I, I think the lobby, I mean, the lobby pretty much took the, took my breath away. I was, I was stunned. I was literally stunned, you know, going into a moderate and, you know, a lot of the moderates like have a more down home feel, you know what I mean? Just like a little bit more relaxed, but still really beautiful and comfortable. Um, but I just, I walked in and I was like, I'm underdressed. I felt yeah. so underdressed because yeah. you know, I just had gotten off the plane and I was like, had, you know, plain gunk and I was getting ready to go to the parks and I just felt underdressed because it was so beautiful. It was. It, it, yeah. I mean, breathtaking, absolutely breathtaking. And for a moderate resort, it was just something nice and refreshing to come into to see. Yeah. And, um, you get that deluxe feel at a moderate resort. So here's the thing though, that we've noticed that, um, well, let's, let's talk a little bit more, but like Coronado Springs is huge. Like it was really, that was something else that surprised me. So I was surprised by how elegant it was for, for being a, in the moderate category. I was surprised at the size. I was surprised at the sheer 
size um, of the whole property. You know, the it's it's a pretty hefty walk from, yeah. you know, it's if you're not staying in the tower, it's a hefty walk. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's uh, over 2,000 rooms available at this resort. Um, they have like four different sections where they have... Well, yeah, four, one, two, three, four, four different sections where they actually have um, rooms for everybody uh, in the tower and then in all of the casitas, ranchos, cabanas, um, and there's another area. But uh, so there's various places. So it was tough because one night Melissa got a case of water and we were like, yeah, it's just across the lake, but whoa. <laughs> just across the lake. That was really subjective. Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, I made a mistake of, you know, mis misreading that. <laughs> yeah, we totally were like, oh, that was hurting because it was huge. But th there's a huge lake in the middle. Yeah. And then smack them in the middle, they have this restaurant, which is really beautiful. Great gives for really beautiful uh, sunsets, uh, stuff like that, too. But, you know, it depends on where you are in the resorts, right? Because yeah. they do have a main pool, which is kind of neat. It gives you that old um, Mayan ruin feel, right? Yeah. yeah. It has like call, almost like a, it looks like a temple almost, yeah. you know, like with the waterfall coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. So there's the main pool um, and then some of the smaller areas like the casitas, ranchos, and cabanas all have their own little pools as well that you can enjoy. Um, so the resort is massive. We're just going to just preface that, okay? It's an amazing resort. It gives you a ton of opportunities. And back to my original thought of if you stayed in the towers, though, um, because these rooms are brand new and give you a slightly more deluxe feel, including having club level available to you right. if you wanted to stay here, they are slightly more expensive rooms mm -hmm. than if you stayed in one of their standard rooms in one of the other buildings. But I mean, like, you know, keeping that in mind, like club level at a moderate is not going to be the same as club level at a deluxe. So if you are somebody who enjoys the benefits of, you know, the concierge and, you know, the, the special things that club level, special things that club level offers, it's definitely a great consideration um, yeah. because you are going to get that really beautiful and nice, you know, atmosphere and setting at a more reasonable price. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're a first time listener and you're not sure what club level is at Disney, um, typically club level, you get your own lounge that you go into for those who are at club level and only those are at club level. Um, you get continental breakfast, midday snacks, and in the evening, they give you wine, hors d'oeuvres, cordials, and desserts. So that's really nice. Yeah. So yeah. if you're looking like you're not a big eater and looking to save a little bit more money on the food, then club level for that little upcharge is a good value. Yeah, it's a so great you value. You can get just the continental bread. You could literally just eat in the club level. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of food, you know, I, like I said, since that was my first time going to Coronado, I hadn't been there prior to that, but the food court, the food court area at Coronado was beautiful. It was wow. beautiful. It was clean. It was fresh. It was new. It was spacious. Yes. It, it was probably out of all the moderate resorts at Disney. It was my favorite food court. Yeah, I was beautiful. surprised. 
Yeah, I was surprised because years ago when we were there in 2013, the food court was, for lack of a better word, a hot mess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I love Port Orleans Riverside. Don't get me wrong. Like that's probably one of my favorite moderates that yeah. I've, where I've, you know, where I've stayed, but the food court drives me crazy there. It's, yeah. it just feels very crowded. You know, there's lots of walls separating the table area. So it's just, it's hard to walk into. This was just open. It was open. Yeah. It was, you know, the ceilings are very tall. Um, so it felt very airy. I, you know, it reminded me more of the Sunshine Seasons food court. Yeah. It had yes. that feel of like open, yes. you know, at Epcot. That's what it really reminded me of. And that's one of my, that's my favorite um, quick service in, you know, oh, the, the, the world showcase. So I really liked that. And I appreciate the grab and go now. I do too. Oh, I do too. Oh, I do too. I'm at that stage. uh, Years ago, it used to be like, oh, well, we'll make everything to order at these quick service places at the hotels. And I'm like, yeah, you can just do grab and go. It's literally okay. You know, nine o'clock at night when the kids are hungry and tired, I don't wait another 20 minutes for a pizza to come out. Just do a single pizza that I can grab and go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I I appreciate that. I did appreciate that for sure. And I will oh. say that I was there and I have um, some food sensitivities. And so the, when I, you know, I ordered something and was asking some questions about what, you know, what was going on. And the chef came out and talked to me and asked me, you know, specifically what I needed. And then he came out and delivered my food and said, you know, it told me every in detail, everything that he had made that was safe for me to eat and how it was different than what was out at grab and go. So it was yeah it was that's the thing about Disney if you have any type of food allergies yeah. or dietary restrictions I mean they go above and beyond for sure yeah you know even at a and it wasn't it wasn't at a fancy restaurant this was the food court at a moderate resort you know right. so it's so just it that, it you. Yeah. the continuity you resorts, yeah the parks wherever like yeah. they're gonna do that for you yeah yeah so I definitely would give two thumbs up for Coronado Springs I really liked it and every night when we were there the pictures were just gorgeous. I mean, it was yeah. like picture perfect. <laughs> I think so too. I think like two other things that I wanted to mention is, you know, we talked about how expansive that whole um, Coronado Springs campus is for lack of a better word, but they do have very regular bus stops. So if you are in the Casitas area, there's a very easily accessible bus stop, you know, depending on where you are, you don't have to hike all the way to the main lobby every morning. You know, I, I feel like they have quite a few bus stops, whereas maybe at some other resorts, there's maybe like one or two. There were, there were more there. They were very easily accessible and reasonable within, you know, very reasonable walking distances. So that is definitely something I wanted to say. And then also to kind of pick up on what you said about at night, how beautiful it was when we were coming back from the parks, I was just, you know, struck by the, the courtyards of each section. So, you know, every courtyard was beautiful. They had fountains you know, and not just like a little like tiny fountain, they had long rectangular fountains with like, you know, multiple streaming water points. I mean, and the lighting and the trees, I mean, that also contributed. So it wasn't just the tower. It was also the outside landscaping, you know, just contributed to that beautiful feel. So even if you aren't staying in the tower, the grounds at night are beautiful. Oh my goodness. It was, yeah. yeah. I highly recommend this resort now. Yeah. 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 I'm going to recommend it for clients and for myself. <laughs> I told my husband, it was one of the first things when I got there, I texted him and I was like, you would not believe this resort. This is like far surpassed any expectations that I had, you know? Yeah. And they recently redid all the rooms too. And um, the rooms outside of the tower in those uh, various areas too. So those are really nice as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, plenty of space under the beds. Your oh, yeah. coffee maker. Yeah. Um, microwave safe. Uh, the barn door open yeah. and closed to the oh, bathroom. Was, yeah. I mean, it was fresh and clean and the, it just, yeah. it, it was just so nice. Yeah. It really was. It really was. Okay. So the other um, hotel that we checked out, we didn't stay here, but we checked it out since it was new. And it was on the Skyliner, which yes. we were, you know, we talked about that. In, All about uh, the Skyliner. <laughs> you know, episode 43, if you want to know about the Skyliner, check out episode 43. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about Disney's Riviera Resort. So my understanding of this resort was this was like actually one of Walt Disney's concepts for a resort mm-hmm. from years ago. He yep. wanted the feel that you were in the Mediterranean. Yes, yes. When you came yes. to this resort. Yep. Now... Uh, being a person who's traveled to 20 European countries. (laughs) How did it compare? How did it compare, Mary? How did it compare? Yeah. um, (laughs) I personally did not feel like I was in the Mediterranean when I was here. Like, um, I honestly felt like I was more in Napa Valley. Yep. California kind of thing. Like, I kind of felt like this might be like, and I know there is Coronado Springs, obviously, but like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's a San Diego vibe or a Napa Valley vibe is what I, I can, thought. I would, yeah, I haven't been to, I haven't been to Europe, but I would agree with that. Just kind of, it didn't, you know, I will say that I felt like the, um, the Grand Destino had more of that elegant feel than, you know, and, but I, but I think Riviera for it being more like what you're saying, like more of like a Napa, Napa area. It was beautiful. You know, I think that that in its own right. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. So Riviera Resort is actually considered a deluxe villa. Yes. Um, uh, category. So this uh, resort has only villa type of rooms, studios, one bedroom, two bedrooms, and then a grand villa. So if you have a larger family or you're just looking for more space, this is a great resort to stay at for that. It's Mm -hmm. small. It's yeah. very small. Yeah, it is. It, I was, you know, definitely not as, not as expansive as Coronado, you know, definitely not as expansive as I even think Grand Floridian is pretty expansive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is so, like super tiny. Like we yeah. walked in and we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> because I think they built up, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's because it's so centralized. It's not spread out. And maybe that's going to leave the possibility for them to add on later, you know, how they've added on, you know, places like contemporary and stuff they've added, you know, expanded, yeah. but maybe that's what it'll allow it to do. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's right next to Caribbean Beach Resort, yep. which Caribbean Beach is again very large, like Coronado Springs. Yep. Um, uh, and you can see it pretty and, well from there too. I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's right across that little area of water. It's not, you know, there's not trees blocking it. it. It's almost like you're, you know, you're on the edge of Riviera, and you can see that just like it's right there. So. Yeah. So here's the question. Um, a couple of years ago, I think they knocked out a whole section of uh, Caribbean beach and they built this in replace for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it is so close to like some of the other uh, buildings for Caribbean beach for sure. Um, again, the way I felt about this resort was that it was using a lot of muted tones for yeah. colors. Yep. Yeah, definitely like a softer feel, nothing like vibrant that jumped out at you or anything like that. Or neutrals and muted. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
Um, the pool. I about the pool oh yeah I I don't know I um so the pool in general it was it was fine the kids area I think was the best part of it the pool there was like a little little tiny kind of splash pad area kind of a tower but the splash pad area I don't think was I'm sorry Disney very impressive no muted tones not real colorful not very Um, big not very big you know, it was that when I, as a parent, you know, I've had younger kids recently. So I'm looking at a splash pad with lots of space because I know my kids run through there without looking at anybody. And I need to know that there's a chance that they're not going to hit somebody as they're darting through. You know, if you have a small area, I feel like that leads to the potential for more accidents. So that was just something that I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't super impressed. I feel like the little splash area at Magic Kingdom um, over in Fantasyland is bigger than this thing, you know, like, oh my goodness, I know, take your kids over to Disneyland yeah. right there, yeah, yeah give you splash pad, yeah, um, yeah, I know, I kind of was like, oh, uh, is that it, so, yeah, yeah, uh, that was the one thing I felt that was a little bit lacking, I did like the courtyard kind of area where they had some seating, and they had very large chess games that you could, yeah. you know, I think that was really fun kind of in the middle of the buildings. Um, but I did think the pools were a little disappointing to be honest. Yeah. So there was the main pool that had the water slide as all the deluxe resorts have a water slide and then the splash pad for the kids. But then like you could come out of this pool and in like 15 feet, there was another pool that just was a plain pool, but, um, we were informed that it was only for DVC members. Yeah. So, um, which was strange because it seems like, well, you could have just made one giant pool here. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So perfect. (laughs) Okay. But, um, so that was a little strange. Uh, the quick service area, I was disappointed. It was tiny. It was very small. It was, and it was, it was very closed off. So, you know, again, just comparing what we were talking about earlier with Coronado, it was very open. You know, yeah. you can see, you know, the whole area where you're ordering your food and at, um, at Revere, it was, it was definitely separate. It was very closed off and the seating was very separate. It was very compartmentalized, I think. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Didn't feel expansive and open and yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. So I was like surprised by that, but I guess like, you know, Coronado Springs has over 2000 guest rooms. This one right. only has a little over 300 guest rooms. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess it's a little bit more, you know, if you want a quieter, you know, quieter experience, less crowds, you know, there's some benefits there for sure. Yeah. And it's on the Skyliner, which is yeah, really nice. nice. You have access then to two parks right away. Yeah. Um, but let's be honest, everybody wants to go to Topolino's. Terrace. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that's the big thing yeah. is to go <laughs> up there and eat and see the sunsets and all that kind of stuff. So um, we've had some agents eat there and they absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks great. It's definitely on my list of places to try. Yeah, absolutely. So, so those are our two reviews on those two resorts. I will say, I will give credit to Riviera. Um, when we walked in off the Skyliner and came through under one of the walkways, they had those two beautiful tiled artworks. They did. Yeah. That one was, was um, Peter Pan. Yes. So the and, Disney theme in there. Yeah. And it started uh, to the right and came up and over you and yeah. then down to the left. And so it was the whole scene of like yeah. that. And then the other one was Tangled and it was just absolutely gorgeous. Like, I mean, yeah. I was impressed by that artwork for sure, but 
that was like the most colorful thing there. Yeah. I, I was really, the only thing that really struck me was I really love, again, the, that the Skyliner has access to that resort, but also, you know, standing outside when I was just kind of doing like a 360 looking around to see what was surrounding the whole resort. I really liked the views of Caribbean beach. I liked the views of the water. I felt, you know, there was the color, you know, there was the color. If you're looking all around you, not at anything in the resort, there was like the bright color. <laughs> But I thought those views were beautiful, you know, like relaxing by the pool and then just, you know, beyond you is more water and then another beautiful resort. You know, I could, I, I could see that. That could be, that could be good. Yeah. So those are our reviews of those two resorts that we recently um, looked at and stayed at the Coronado Springs. So if you guys have any questions or you're interested in Melissa or myself helping you plan a Disney vacation, make sure to reach out to us over at wizardsandpixiedust.com and click on the plan now and we can help uh, start planning for you guys. Um, in the meantime, make sure to check out our Instagram and Facebook page at wizardsandpixiedust.com and our YouTube channel of us when we do the podcast you can see us talking and everything so much fun so much fun <laughs> early mornings lots of coffee <laughs> exactly. all right guys thanks for joining us today and we will see you on the next episode thank you